Hey everyone, welcome back to a new video. Before we get into the stories, I want to give a trigger warning for story number three for sexual assault. I'll also have the story labeled down in the pinned comment if you want to avoid it. With all that being said, I hope you enjoy today's video. And now a word from our sponsor. A teen solo hiker who was terrorized for days by unknown figures dressed in white. Two cops who quit their job at a local theater because of unexplained encounters with an alleged demon. An isolated forest in Canada where people keep turning up headless. These are just some of the strange, dark, and mysterious stories you'll hear each week on the Mr. Ballin Podcast. In each episode, Mr. Ballin shares real-life haunting accounts. Like the case of Haley Zaga, who disappeared from a hiking trail for 51 hours. When search and rescuers finally found her and asked how she survived, she simply said, a friend helped her. She described this friend, four years old, black hair, brown eyes. This friend was initially dismissed until they realized a girl had gone missing in that exact spot 23 years earlier and was never found. She was four years old, had black hair, and brown eyes. I personally love this podcast because it's just so mysterious and creepy. And if you're a horror lover like me, you'll love it too. Hey Prime members, listen to the Amazon Music exclusive podcast, Mr. Ballin Podcast, Strange Dark and Mysterious Stories, and the Amazon Music app. Download the app today. I wanted to start this off by saying that this happened about a year ago. I was 19 at the time, and the guy was in his mid-twenties. We had met on Tinder, and we had really connected because we both enjoy clown things. Other than that, we really loved museums and had similar video game interests. For the sake of simplicity, we'll call him Clown. So we met on Tinder, and we had messaged back and forth for a while before moving on to text. We had planned on having a date at the local museum. The next week, however, within a few days, he started to show some strange signs. He told me about this one person Danny had, which he had made weirdly good music. And about an hour after he showed me this one person band, which he had sent to me over text, he wrote a song about me. Keep in mind, we had only known each other for like a little less than a week. We had also added each other on Xbox to play video games together, whenever my internet wasn't being horrible, because it was really notorious for that. But whenever I would play video games, I noticed that on his Instagram he would always buy those video games either the same day I was playing them, or the day after, and he would always post about them all day to pique my interest. He soon learned where I was working from talking to some of my mutuals, which I have no idea how exactly he found those people. But he came into my work and he dropped off a handmade gift for me of my favorite video game character. Keep in mind then, at the time, I was very out as a trans man. And again, about a day or two later, he also came out as trans. Which, I'm not saying he was faking it, obviously. But I mean, as soon as he no longer had contact with me, he was no longer trans apparently. So after he showed up at my job, 
I realize that now I have a stalker on my hands. I blocked his phone number, and I only kept him on Instagram to keep an eye on him. He had messaged me on Instagram one day about how this one bar that his one-person band would play at apparently kicked him out, and he wasn't allowed to perform there anymore. So I asked him why, because he had been playing at this place for about two years. Well, as it turns out, he proceeded to cut his wrist right on stage in front of a large crowd of people with blood everywhere, and then he was kicked out. After he tells me this, I explained that it really freaked me out and I no longer want to be in contact with him. I then blocked him on everything. While I haven't gotten any messages from him since, he still attempts to find me in my old workplace, as my co-workers have informed me, and he still occasionally stalks all of my social media. I really hope to never see him again, and I hope he never finds out that I moved to a whole different state. I really wish that he would just leave me and everyone else alone. I found out after cutting him off, he still attempted to find me in my workplace, and that he's severely mentally ill. He's also apparently not allowed to drive because of his poor tendencies while driving, which, mind you, aren't normal. It's not like texting and driving, or even drinking and driving, but he wants to hurt other people or himself when he drives, like literally crash into someone. He also was on disability because of his mental illness, which is not a bad thing. However, most of his thoughts consist of wanting to hurt other people. I'm very glad that I cut him off when I did. If I hadn't, I probably wouldn't be able to share this story today. He could have done anything to me when we went out on a date. I'm just glad I found out his true colors before he found me anywhere else that wasn't covered with people. I've been an avid Tinder user. I work a lot and I don't have a huge opportunity to meet new people, so I use Tinder. I used to set my preferences to much older men, thinking they would be more mature. Boy was I wrong. I have so many scary stories from Tinder to use. Here's one from last summer. I matched with a guy who we'll call Rob. He was 54 and I was 24 at the time. He claimed he was a head chef at a local casino, so I thought he seemed pretty put together. So I kind of have a system that I use for Tinder when I chat with men, especially when I match with them for several weeks and we both feel comfortable to meet face to face. Most creeps don't wait that long, in my own experience. So the first night we chat, he starts getting too flirty, first saying how beautiful I am, then continuously complimenting my body. As it continues, I get a little uncomfortable. He then asks to meet. I say not yet, that I want to get to know him first. He understands and we talk for a few more days with the same kind of pattern. First it's just normal get to know you stuff. Then he would get too flirty and just mention how he loves my curves. This then turns into what he would do to my curves and me. I keep quickly but nicely try to jokingly tell him to keep it clean as we don't know each other yet. But he just gets more and more brazen. He would message me dozens of times in a row a day and would always get upset if I didn't answer right away. 
Like I said, I work a lot in my family's business, and we're also in the food industry as well, so I'm not able to text at work. I didn't tell him my last name or where I work, but I did say I work in my family's bakery and what town it's in. To keep it anonymous, I won't say which town, but there's at least five or six other bakeries that I know of in my town. The days go by, and I start to respond less and less because his constant sexual texts won't relent no matter how much I explain it makes me uncomfortable and that I'm not looking for just a hookup. I wasn't set on a relationship, but if the chemistry's there, then we could explore it. But he would just get angry with me the more I denied him. Finally, a week and a half later, I completely stopped talking to him, and I blocked his number. I thought that was the last I would hear from Rob, right? Wrong. I was at work, and it was the night shift on a Monday, so very slow and quiet. Just me and one other girl working. We get a phone call at work and my coworker says it's for me. Now I'm the manager, so I'm used to people asking for me. So I answer saying my name and how can I help them? There's a pause and what I hear next makes my heart stop beating. The man on the phone says, Hi sweetheart, it's Rob. I'm frozen, I can't even find the words to speak. I definitely didn't tell him where I worked or did I post it on my social media. So how did he find me? I shakily ask how he found me and he says, There's only so many bakeries in your town. This guy called every bakery asking for a Kayla in my town. I'm totally freaking out at this point and I don't know what to do. He tells me I have to come to his house tonight or else he'll show up at my work. I didn't know what to do, so I basically just agreed just to get him off the phone. I then hang up on the phone, and I burst into tears. I very obviously don't want to go to his house, and I had actually called out of work for the next couple of days. My sister who works at the bakery tells me the next day that a guy came in asking for me. I began receiving texts from numbers I didn't know, all from Rob saying things he was going to do to me. I would leave work and there would be roses on my car. He would call my work every time I worked, several times asking for me, and just breathing really heavy on the line or saying things he wants to do to me. Some days he would come into my work and wait to get me and would just buy a Coca-Cola, and then he would hang around for like 45 minutes just watching me. It got so bad that I had to switch my schedule because my car's pretty distinct so it was pretty easy to tell if I was working. It got so bad I would be at school in a different town and it would leave more gifts on my car. I think I even caught him following me home once, but I can't be sure because he had several different vehicles. I started taking my mom's car to work and doing more of the baking so I wouldn't have to be out in front with customers. And I haven't heard from him in several months. Just the occasional text or an odd phone call at my work. So yeah, Rob, stay the fuck away from me. I have yet to talk about this story due to the fact that I'm still healing from the aftermath. To give some background, I was 15 years old during this time and I had really hit rock bottom 
as so many stressful things were happening at this time, and I really don't think my therapy or meds were of much help. I struggle with chronic social anxiety, even to this day. Anyways, to start this off, I was a gamer girl online, and I decided to use gaming as a way to connect with others, even if I wasn't talking. I played in some games with teammates, and one night I was doing this, when I met three guys, who I asked if I could talk to to better our gameplay, and I felt at ease doing so. So, for the first time, we introduced ourselves. We'll call them Guy 1, Guy 2, and Guy 3. Guy 1 was 13, Guy 2 was 17, and Guy 3 was 14. We started playing back-to-back matches and learning more about each other, and telling really dumb or dark jokes. We continued to hang out every night after school, still playing our games and so on. I really felt comfort in talking to them, as this was my first time socializing in a long time. So after the same routine for maybe about two months, I would mostly hang out with guy one alone, which was fine because the other two guys were assholes sometimes, and guy one gave off a really decent personality, or so I thought. After about three months of just me and Guy One talking and playing the game together, he asked me, You mind if I invite my brother to join us? I said yes, and when he joined us, he was so quiet. So I assumed maybe he was the shy type, and I respected that, as I knew that struggle. He had noticed my profile picture of an anime character from Tokyo Ghoul, and yes, I know, what a weeb but he complimented it as a conversation starter. I thanked him, and we then started gaming again, with a few words said. Guy won and left, but his brother stayed. We'll call him in. We both started talking after Guy won left, and we just lost track of time, getting wrapped up in conversation about ourselves with games and anime. Nothing really personal such as state and age, or anything like that. Just general interests. We kept doing this while gaming, and we did it every day together. Just me and him. We were really chill, until maybe about three months came around, and this was still going on. During our game, Ann told me then he wanted to talk to me about something. Now keep in mind, I'm kind of like the therapist friend, so of course I told him he could talk to me, and what he had to say left me in shock and I still remember his words. This is going to sound crazy, but we've been hanging out for three months, and I'm starting to like you, but I don't want it to ruin our friendship. Now keep in mind, he literally knew nothing personal of me, not even my age, and I didn't know his either, but by his voice, I assumed he was close to my range, so I was straightforward, and I asked him what his age was. He told me he was 22, and I sat there for a minute gathering my thoughts, realizing how he had no clue of my age. I told him I was 15, and he quickly apologized, telling me he thought I was older by how I talked. I have always been told that I sound or look older, so I just brushed it off as I was used to it. Now let me say, this is where I really fucked up, because I was really naive and dumb. Things had gotten silent between us, 
and I had then piped up to tell him I had also liked him. I know, what the fuck, right? But I was really dumb and naive as a teenager. He got a little thrown back, but he was also happy by this, and we started dating. We had constantly talked online or on the phone, and things seemed really great. Well, aside from the fact that we had a jaw-dropping age gap. He had told me many things about himself, and I did too. We shared trauma, and we had really deep conversations about life. As I mentioned earlier, I was at rock bottom, and I think he was too. We stayed together for about a year, and it felt perfect. I finally felt like I had purpose, and I really felt happy after being numb for so long. We had planned to meet up in a public mall after I turned 16 and got my permit, which I still remember to this day. I drove there, which was about a five-hour drive for me to get there. I made it there safely, and I knew nothing bad would happen because he showered me with love, right? No. When we met in the middle of the mall, we hugged, and we started talking up a storm. I told him I needed to leave after two hours of being there, and we said our goodbyes, and I then went back to the car to drive home, when I then heard a faint knock at my window. I saw him standing there, looking directly at me. I rolled down my window, asking what's up and why he followed me. He told me that he wanted to do something to me, and he smiled really big while grabbing his genitals. I felt sick. He tried to get into the car with me, but thankfully, I had locked the doors. But when I tried to back up, he stood behind the car, and he knew I couldn't go anywhere due to the spot in front of me being occupied by another car. I grabbed my phone ready to call the police as I was shaking. I then started screaming as my phone had died. I had quickly remembered then there was a 380 under the armrest, so I quickly grabbed it and I then exited the car holding the gun at him. Move or I'll shoot you. My voice cracked during that sentence as he then rushed up to me, knocking me out and pushing my body into the car. When I woke up, I saw his face and mine. I wanted to scream, but he covered my mouth. I tried to punch him and kick him, but I was tied. He then said, Oh, you're trying to get help. How cute. I was scared out of my mind at this point. How could I have been this fucking naive? I wanted to break free, but he was too strong, and he overpowered me. He forced himself onto me tearing off my clothes, and you guessed it, raping me. I was forced into doing so many unspeakable things. I was covered in bruises from harsh punches. I had later passed out due to the pain, and when I woke up, I was finally untaped and untied, all alone in the car, naked and crying. I had soon covered up, and I had got out to ask for help from another woman who called me an ambulance. I had told the police everything I knew of in, and thankfully they caught him, and he went to jail. I was also taken to a mental facility for everything that happened. I just know I never want to be that naive again, and more importantly, I will never, ever meet anyone from the internet again. Stay safe out there. <laughs>